0: Welcome to Podpoms, the podcast all about cheerleading with your yell leader, Britton. The only person here to oh, give no. you all your facts on cheerleading. Every week, daily. That's right. This is a daily podcast about cheerleading. Daily. Incorrect.
1: Um, you know what's fun? I also was going to rename the podcast today to Becky and the Yahoos.
2: Ooh, that's a good band name. Yeah. That is a good band name. He said, you can't really call it Becky and the Yahoos because you weren't on the episode last week, Becky. So it was just the Yahoos last week.
0: Or was she? Or was she? wink. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get these jokes.
1: Britton, I'm married to Kyle. Do you think he didn't tell me?
0: Yeah, but you haven't heard what I've done. Oh I'm
1: 100% <laughs> worried. But also, if I could not show up regularly and you could just edit me in, that would be great. You do have a whole, almost a whole year of Becky podcasting to pull from.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of effort, though, so I don't want to. Okay. So okay. let's not do that again. So
1: I guess it is Becky and the Yahoo's
0: it doesn't have, but to. not last week. We don't, so you can't to. like rename the episode or the, the podcast. That
1: I can do whatever I want.
0: Let's just keep the name as it is. All right. We don't, we don't need to switch it up. <laughs> pod Trivia, welcome to Pod Trivia. Oh yeah, I'm Britton. I'm Kyle,
1: and unfortunately, I'm here this week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Becky, welcome back. Good to have you as a guest. How was Jesus?
1: Thank you. Um, he was good, and he continues to be good. <laughs>
2: That's good.
1: Yeah, I liked the way you were like, "Let's not do that again." As if like I live in a world where I can contain ministry to times that work for this podcast.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, sorry, go ahead. No, I had nothing to say. <laughs> uh, I was just saying, you you got the ear of the big man. Work on it.
1: Yeah, I have other things. I'm um, I'm um, I'm um, higher on my prayer list. Like YouTube, then Yahoo's. Us? No. <laughs> <laughs> then, reordering my <laughs> life for this podcast, <laughs> all right, oh. this has been enough. Thanks for listening. Bye Amy. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. All right, so today we are talking about
0: I have a fun fact.
1: um, oh, I'm so sorry you were like looking at a phone over there, so I thought that you were already zoning out.
0: This is my my book of fun facts.
1: Okay, tell us your fun fact.
0: <laughs> On the one dollar bill, there is an owl in the upper left-hand corner of the one, and a spider hidden in at the upper right. No okay.
1: explanation. Just they're there. there.
0: It, it's they contain micro-printed messages to prevent counterfeiting, so it's part of that.
1: Sure. That and I. Do. I mm-hmm. Yep. This so I just sense. helped
0: a lot of counterfeiters. Yeah, because this is
1: the only way they could have gotten that information. I do think an episode or, um, a trivia episode on like money and like how it's made or like the printing on it, like the different things could be interesting. Yes. If there's a secret code national
2: treasure map. I was gonna say we got we gotta bring in Nicolas Cage for that. He's gonna have to decipher the code. Alright,
0: I'll start reaching out to him, see if we can get him <laughs> yeah. on one of the future episodes so he can explain. If anybody has his email address, please. I do I I, I, I have it. N- no. Oh okay. Yeah.
2: No.
1: I would not tolerate him being on here. Uh not against oh, him. I would. Be- but because I don't think <laughs> We could live up to that. <laughs> we haven't done any special guests. We'll start with Nicolas Cage. All
2: right. Hey,
0: if you're going to shoot for the stars, you might as well yeah. shoot for the movie stars. I like it. That, that was a good. Phrase. I thought of that right now. I'm so proud oh my of myself. God. All right, now we can end the episode. <laughs> we can ask him about
2: uh, the Coppola family and he'll like break all that crazy nonsense down for us. That'll be fun. I don't Come know on. what that
0: is. Francis Ford Coppola. Can we
1: can we not bring up other trivia in my episode, please? <sighs>
0: Speaking of Sorry. things that I know nothing about, Becky. <laughs> what are we talking about today?
1: That is a great intro. We yeah. are going to talk about the royal family drama, specifically the British royal family.
2: Oh, uh, so not the Lord song.
1: No, it- not the the. There's a song by Lord called Royals. <laughs>
2: Oh.
1: Are there any <laughs> other bad puns that we would like to get out of the way before we go forward?
2: That's the only one I had prepared. I'll uh,
0: keep working on them as I go. No, did thank you. you. you have that prepared? I really did. And that's when you decided to use it? <laughs> when it didn't make sense in context? Yeah, that was the point. You had that in your back pocket, and you could have thrown that in at a relevant moment. That's the point of preparing jokes. Not but to she him. she, she not literally to him.
2: mentions like it's the royal family drama, and I'm like, oh, okay, so we're not
0: talking about the Lord song. It's funny. But where is the family or the drama relevant?
1: At some point I'm gonna call them the royals. Um
0: See, like you could have <laughs> say
1: Okay, this is not an episode on how to tell a joke. We'll Obviously do that not. In the future. <laughs> and during that episode, we'll mute his mic. Alright. Um, But we are only talking about British royal drama, and to begin, and neither of you allowed to Google this, I would like you to take 15 seconds, and we can edit out the time, and on your phones, write down as many names as you can think of that are names of several British monarchs. They Wait, have many what? names that they cycle through that there were, you know, the second, the third, the fourth. Any any British royal name will do.
0: Like Henry? Yes. Okay.
1: You've given Kyle one.
0: That's fine. Mm-hmm. If he didn't know Henry, then we got issues. Alright.
1: Twenty. Nineteen. Listener, I wish that I could show you
2: the <laughs> faces that they're making. I've gotten to five <laughs> and I'm stuck.
1: All right. Um, Kyle, let's start with yours. Why don't you go ahead and read out your five?
2: William. Uh Uh-huh. Henry. Yep. Which I had written down before Britain said Sure. Harry. No. Wait, no?
1: (laughs) No. Harry's real name is Henry.
2: (laughs) Aw,
0: crap.
1: I mean, Harry is the name of a royal, but his his full name is Henry.
2: All right, fair enough. Um, Elizabeth. Mm
1: Mm-hmm
0: and George.
1: Nice. Britain.
0: I got Henry, Edward, Kate, Harry, Andrew, Philip, Diana, Ross, and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> you also did Henry and Harry. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um so Diana is not a repeating name but she was a royal.
0: But Ross and Rachel are.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. What was the one before Diana? Philip. Yeah, Philip is not a repeat, but he is a royal. So the names that do repeat that I could find, and it's, you know, for the historians, my sister.
0: I am an art historian, okay? Okay. I am not.
1: There are different ways to talk about the British monarchy in terms of when you go back further. Just the different things that it's been called for this. We are not going to get into the specifics of like when it was the monarchy of, of all the nations and like all those different things.
0: Okay. We don't like to bog ourselves down with specifics here at mm-hmm. pod trivia.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing a, a look at for the most part modern royals. So we're just going to call them the British monarchy. All right. So there's Elizabeth, Henry, George, William, Edward. Mary, James, Charles, Richard, and Harold were the repeats that I found.
2: Charles was another one I should have gotten.
1: It's all good. All right. So we're going to begin with Britain. Britain, can you tell us who the living members of the British monarchy are and anything you know about them?
0: Yeah. So there's this... Nice old... Well, let's not say nice. There's an old woman named Elizabeth, and she is Queen of England. She's married to a man. They had four children, and then those children probably got married to some other people. One of their male children got married to Diana, and then she died in a car crash, and there was a big conspiracy because people liked her, and so they're like, hmm, fishy. But they're probably wrong. And then... Diana had two kids named Harry and the other one. The other one No no don't, don't help.
1: Correct Kyle.
2: me, Kyle. Sorry,
0: sorry. Um sorry. the other one used to be good looking, but now he's bald. And he he married Kate Middleton. And then mm-hmm. the younger brother is a ginger. And he was kind of like a rebel. He like went out to parties and stuff. And now he's mm-hmm. married to a girl from The Bachelor. And No. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> no! yeah,
2: Yeah. No!
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, keep going with your bad story.
0: <laughs> anyway, so he's married to a girl with The Bachelor, and then they're like, You know what? This is too much. I don't wanna be Royal anymore, and so they're like deuces. Now the queen's like, "Grr," and that—that's everything I know about the British monarchy.
1: You know what? I will be honest. That was surprisingly accurate. Thank you, Kyle. You interrupted, but I was going to ask: Do you have corrections?
2: Yeah, she wasn't from The Bachelor.
1: No, she wasn't. Are you uh, googling she... it right now?
2: Yes, because I'm correct. She she was on the Bachelor. she was not
1: on the she... Bachelor.
2: She used to be on Deal or No Deal, I want to say,
0: and then she was Suits. also on a TV show called Suits. Oh, was well, okay. She considered applying to The Bachelor.
1: Okay, but like I've considered okay. applying to The Bachelor. So that. So no, I like. Right.
0: <laughs> I think I'm right on that aspect.
1: <laughs> no.
2: Harry's brother is William. Yeah, is used to be good looking, but definitely now is bald.
1: That's that's um, not like the fact based trivia that we were looking okay. for.
0: I have a really fun fact for Kyle and uh-huh. maybe even Becky because mm-hmm. I just accidentally ran into this on Google. What is Harry's last name? Okay. Okay, so
2: ho- hold on. So like, they
1: don't have last names.
2: Right, that's what I was going to say. Is like the queen doesn't have a last name. She's like Queen Elizabeth of the House of Windsor or something no, like
0: that.
1: Regina, which means to reign. So she'll sign things Elizabeth R.
0: Sure. Okay. Okay.
1: So they don't have last names, but yes, they, they have, like, for instance, Harry and Meghan's formal name w- as a couple were of Sussex. So they were the Sussexes. Um, and then, like, if her kids had gone to school, they probably would have just put Sussex as their last name. That's what William and Kate have done with their.:
0: Gotcha. On harry's Harry's listed name on his son Archie's birth certificate is his Royal Highness Henry Charles Albert David, Duke of Sussex, which would not fit on a tax return. I just want to <laughs> they would definitely condense that for being too long.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have two middle names, and they have to condense it. So it's actually very common for British um, monarchs, in particular, to have several names like that. It's extremely common. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go back uh, to yes.
2: Hold, hold on, I I have another question to follow up there. Britain, you said Queen Elizabeth is married to a man. Yeah. did you mean currently, or did you mean was currently? No, she he died,
0: didn't he? Hey, Kyle. I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> this topic. Like don't try to correct me on things that I don't know. That's the whole point. But of Becky me asked me
2: words. to correct you. That was the whole thing. Becky asked I did, me to add I in did,
0: corrections. I okay. Well I didn't listen to that part, so I'm I know
1: you it. were Googling things for my podcast. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna bring it back in. We're gonna shush.
2: Okay. okay.
1: I will mute you two if needed.
2: Um, how <laughs> this works, but okay.
1: Don't don't test me. Okay, so I'm gonna walk through their family. Britain did a pretty good overview, and from the beginning, I just want to say like this family has been public for literally decades. Um, the people that we're gonna talk about today, which is all the modern royals, so you can't cover everything. They've just they've been out, and it's too long. We're going to try to hit the top drama because it's been in the news recently. By the time this comes out, the Meghan Markle interview with um, Oprah will have been out for quite a while, but both of these boys asked me for background on the royal family at some point as they were processing this interview, and I think that it is interesting stuff to talk about because if you haven't watched The Crown or if you have only seen The Crown and not heard some of these other things, I just think it's interesting uh, and good to know. So but It's
0: really going to help you understand a lot of the memes that are going around. That's yeah. why I wanted the background, and so I know that that's very important to many people just like myself.
1: We're here for meme education primarily.
0: meme education.
1: Okay, so we're going to start off pretty bland. How do you guys think Queen Elizabeth met her husband, who is still living?
0: Boom. Told you, Kyle. Never correct me again. What? I really thought he was dead. (laughs) I thought he died a long time ago. No, he's
1: he's he's alive. He retired from like public life like three years ago, if if even that long. Um, he's been around. He's still there. Okay. All right. So, how do you think they met?
0: A setup. It was a setup.
1: No. Oh, they were cousins, y'all. They were cousins. Come on now. Come on now.
0: Oh no! Come on
1: now, get ready for some inbred nonsense. All right. No,
0: I knew there was inbreeding (laughs) through the royal family. That's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that it was uh, as that she did it. It. It was her.
1: This is not the last um, cousin marriage we're going to talk about.
2: Um,
0: Oh no!
1: It's not even close to the last one. So just buckle on in, boys. Um. So both of their great-great-grandmas was Queen Victoria, so they were not first cousins. What?
0: Oh, I just, was that, make them second cousins then, if it's their great-great-grandma? I don't know. Okay.
1: The numbering of cousins is really off. (laughs) It's not off. It's really difficult to get your head around.
2: Within the yeah.
1: Yep. Um... And their early courtine is a little bit scandalous by our standards today because they started exchanging letters when she was 13 and he was 18. Uncomfy. No. <laughs> so he was born into Greek and Danish royal families. And eventually, you're making a, a face?
0: Me? No. No, me. But where's where's Danish land? <laughs> D- Denmark <laughs> So like was his mom Greek and his dad Den Denmarkian?
1: <laughs> Danish I already
2: Danish. gave you the word <laughs> Denmarkian.
1: Danish
2: Denmarkian
1: I don't know which one was which but yes I believe that it was it was two sides and they were living in Greece and then it ended up that his um family had to abdicate the throne because of uh like political unrest. They didn't want a monarchy anymore. And so they were um uh, they moved to, I believe, France. So they had been royal, and then when he was real young, they moved and were no longer formally royals there. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. So marrying cousins in European royalty was obviously pretty common and obviously because Queen Victoria, her children married into various royal families, it was really common that cousins were marrying with a variety of how far and close they were in terms of cousin relationship. Sure. But the other little controversy about Philip is that his sisters were involved in the Nazi party.
0: No, that's bad too. All right, I did know that one.
1: It is bad. Now there was a variety of it. The, the stories, you know, depending on who's talking about it, and one of them did publicly come out and say later, like that they had joined and then left. But I'm going to build this case as we talk about this about what the royal family puts up with in terms of scandal and what they don't. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to, like, understand that. Um, context. Context, yes. To understand who Philip was and what things were being talked about in the media as he came into the royal family. All right. Now, who is Princess Margaret?
0: She's one of the royal family that is related to them. Try harder. Okay.
2: Is she, like, one of Elizabeth's kids? No. Is she one of Elizabeth's sisters? Yes.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey. It is Elizabeth's only sister. Princess Margaret was the rebel of the family. She was younger, so she wasn't going to be queen. But she was, you know, in the public eye the most. She fell in love with a man named Peter Townsend. Does that sound familiar to either of you?
0: Yeah, but I don't know why. Okay. Watch uh, is, the crown. Is he a, mu- is he a musician?
2: No.
1: Um, he was a military captain. Okay. And he had previously been married and divorced. And so obviously the royals and the church was not super chill with that back then. And she was not allowed to marry him despite them having a very public romance. And she ended up marrying someone else who she had kids with and then later divorced. So that is Princess Margaret and her drama. And is an interesting context to some things we will get to in a little bit. Especially in terms of how we handle divorce. Okay, now Queen Elizabeth and Philip had four children. Can you name them?
0: Andrew, Peter.
1: No. Okay. Andrew's right. Charlotte. No.
0: Ha-
1: there is a Charlotte. No.
0: J- Jebediah. I'm out.
1: Kyle, do you have anything to add? He he got Andrew.
2: So Philip and Elizabeth's kids.
1: No. Yes. Yes. Sorry.
2: So yeah. Andrew, I have no idea. Okay, Thank you. So, Thank you okay. for just
0: repeating.
1: Yeah. Well, good job, team. Okay, so, so the oldest is Charles. He's going to be the next king. He married Diana.
0: That's who I was trying to think of, Charles.
1: Okay. And then there's Anne.
0: Anne of Green Gables. Yes.
1: There's Andrew, and then there's Edward. Okay. Mm,
0: okay. Edward and... Edward is related to Susan and Peter and, right?
1: My only regret during COVID, my only regret, I literally just said that. Um, My biggest regret at the moment because of COVID is that I can't throw something at you while we do this because we're in different houses. All right, so we're going to move down the line, but um, as we move down the line, I'm going to skip Charles to begin with and we're going to go to the other three siblings because Charles is the top drama of the European Just the whole continent. He's top drama.
0: The TD, if you will.
1: The TD, if you will. So Anne is wonderful and hilarious and was known for like a big hairstyle. That's the top thing you need to know about her. My favorite Anne story is this. One time she was in a car and somebody was trying to kidnap her. Obviously, probably for ransom money. And they got into the car And so she got out of the car the other side, the person hopped out of the car to follow her, and she got back inside and locked it. And when (laughs) the guy shouted at her to come out, she reportedly said, bloody likely. Um, So Anne's the best. Anne's great.
0: That see- that's exactly a scene <laughs> from British comedy where they're like running around the do 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 Like that's a yep. real life version yep. of that.
1: Yep. yep. High quality. Anne was not going to be kidnapped. And then we come to Prince Andrew. Now, Prince Andrew has been in the news in the last year or two. Do either of you know? Well, let's start with Kyle because I told Britain most recently. Kyle, do you know Why?
2: He got divorced.
1: No, I mean yes, he did, but no, that's not why we're in the news.
0: All right, I have no idea. Britain. He was connected to Weinstein, e- Epstein, 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 and Willard. <laughs> uh, just, okay. just
1: Lane. Um. <laughs> okay, so. The top Andrew drama is that yes, he was connected to Jane Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein's. I'm gonna call it a sex ring. I don't, I don't know that they've been publicly or officially convicted of it, but I think we can just own that. And and the biggest piece of drama is that he was photographed with a 17 year old girl who has since come out and said that. He was in Jalain's Maxwell's apartment, and was um it was scheduled that he was meeting her there um so that he could choose whether or not to have sex with her and she was under the control of Maxwell at that time. The palace a- initially denied this, and then once this evidence came out, like have said that they're going to investigate it
0: um Agatha wink.
1: accurate also like every time like some media thing happens with this um whole thing the queen will like go out and like visit him or like go to church with him publicly or like just kind of show her support for him so there hasn't necessarily been the correct response to that
0: a condemnation if you will
1: yeah, no, not at all. He remains a working member of the royal family. He has security. He is paid from the royal fund. Um, he continues to be in totally fine standing in terms of all those things. Edward. Edward's the youngest. Edward saw these three and was like, y'all are crazy. And he's boring. He has no drama. He has cute kids. He's the he's only just, one who hasn't been he's the only one who hasn't been divorced. Um, He's He's just just
0: been sitting back eating Turkish delights.
1: Accurate!
0: Took you a second to get the joke out. I wanted to make sure that it was, you know, I wanted to make sure that like, I actually placed it in the right part of the episode, (laughs) so that way it would have its maximum impact of enjoyment, Kyle. That's how comedy works.
1: Uh Uh-huh. So yeah. Alright, so we're gonna circle back to Charles. And uh he's best known for being the ultimate wet blanket of England.
0: Is that his title? Charles Wet Blanket of England? I
1: believe so. <laughs> so he's I know you guys probably understand this, but he is the oldest, so he's in line for being the next king. And so who he married was of top importance. Not only because uh-huh. they would produce the heirs. Um, produce is a weird word but you know that's um by far the most uh uh probably the most uh focused i don't know what i'm saying
0: lineage lineage yeah, is important yeah. the so lineage is important he matter marries matters to the common folk
1: <laughs> well the common folk but also the royal family and um the institution so he married Diana, and I'm curious what the two of you two know of their marriage.
2: So, I mean, I know that she isn't a royal. What? Like like she wasn't a royal when they got married. Right? Oh, like oh, yeah. She was, yeah.
1: No, she wasn't.
2: She was a commoner, as mm-hmm,
1: it were.
2: Plebeian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a plebeian, as it were, which I know itself was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. And then I know that they got divorced- and she was maybe dating a like a prince from dubai,
1: I mean no, but but, <laughs> yeah,
2: and then she got into a car accident,
1: okay <laughs> Britain, would you like to add anything?
0: <laughs> yeah, people really liked her, they were <laughs> okay, like big old fans. yeah, that's true if she had an Instagram, she would yeah. have more followers than Ariana Grande excellent. who excellent. is the most followed female on uh-huh. Instagram? I heard that the other day, trivia fact, mm. okay. I'm gonna say that every time I insert trivia into someone else's episode.
1: Great. We were we were really hoping uh-huh. that would repeat. So Diana was covered by the media and in many ways was much more of a commoner than other people, but she still came from British nobility. Okay. And grew up at Sandringham, which was one of the um buildings that had been owned by a previous royal and then kind of given to other family members. Can you guess what fun fact I'm going to tell you now about them?
0: She's related to all of them.
1: Obviously.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they um they're ninth cousins.
0: Okay, that's that's not bad though as bad. I like I think past fourth cousins is where you no longer have genetic de- 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 deficiencies. That's something that more trivia fact. I remember reading somewhere. Uh, I don't know if I would take that as a fact.
1: You you seem unsure in that fact. I don't agree that it's not terrible. I just like the narrative of like Kate's like uh, or sorry, Diana is like the people's princess and uh mm. com- no, she's not. Um, she grew up at a palace. Uh she did she was one of the first working um royals to marry into the family in terms of like she had a real job and lived a somewhat more normal life.
0: Shit. Now, I know in the past there's something along the lines of keeping the royal blood clean and that's one of the yeah. reasons why yeah. they would inbreed, did that have anything to do with this or was it just conveniently they...
1: So, <laughs> I mean, i I think that it's hard to get a straight answer out of people once you get into more modern times. Obviously, that was the thought process for a long time. You know the family. You know that they don't have... I mean, frankly, the royal families of the past were probably trying to avoid disabilities and genetic, what you would call defects in some people's points of view as a way of marrying their cousins to safeguard against that. Obviously, this is all terrible. So here is how this happened. Charles first was dating a woman named Camilla and Camilla eventually got married And they continued dating. And then he met Diana. And she was vibrant and initially really liked by the royal family. And seen as this like easy option for him to choose. And to like get him to, you know, maybe stop. Stop it with Camilla. Like focus your attention. You know what I mean?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think that... That they knew who Diana was probably didn't hurt. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, oh, you grew up at Sandringham, which was owned by Queen Victoria. Cool. You know what it's, you know how to curtsy. You know, you've had servants. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you understand
0: mm -hmm. the culture of the British monarchy. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I and I think that they probably overestimated how much she would just fit in, frankly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, like Britain keeps repeating, she was beloved by the people. Um, a big part of that is that Diana really saw this as an opportunity to dive into service and charities and raise awareness. Um, it would be hard to summarize all the work she did. But I think she is best known for being one of the first celebrities to go to um, a hospital serving children with AIDS and um, hugging them back when people were really truly terrified and, and not a whole lot was known about the causes and how it was spread and all of this, as well as her work talking about... The need to get rid of landmines that had been left after mm-hmm. war in a variety of places. She famously walked across a field that they were in the process of clearing. So the public loved her. She she had worked with kindergartners. She was bright. She did this Australia tour, and she just shined. And it, it seemed clear to some that she maybe even outshone Charles and that from there, some jealousy really started to brew.
0: I would say that's true, considering that both Kyle and I don't know who Charles is. (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. So they had a really tough marriage for a variety of reasons, the main one being that he kept seeing Camilla, and that it just ended up being a more and more open. Oh, that
0: causes strains in marriages, so I've heard.
1: Oh, yeah, just a little, just, you know, you can imagine. Oh, do you want to guess how closely related Charles and Camilla are?
2: Fifth cousins. I was also going to go with fifth, so let's go with it.
1: Oh, you know what? I messed it up earlier. Okay, hold on. Diana and Charles were 16th cousins.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Charles and Camilla are ninth cousins. Okay. 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 So Diana talked about publicly after- Actually, I think it was while they were still married before their divorce had become public. But that during her marriage, she suffered um, a lot of mental health issues, including depression and bulimia and self-harm. She did a big interview in which she talked about how hard it had been to be in a marriage with three people in it.
0: I would maybe even say four people, considering Camilla's married. Yeah. So
1: fun. So fun.
0: Make it worse.
1: I won't I won't go into the details because it's truly gross. At some point, messages came out that were sent from Charles to Camilla that were truly, like, rancid gross about how much he liked her. So they, they ended up getting a divorce after this interview. And Diana had her title, Her Royal Highness, and security formally removed. Reportedly, she didn't want the security. I say that because new things have brought to light the possibility that that was a narrative put out there. Obviously, she was already you know, incredibly popular, incredibly followed all over the world by the media, and this just led to really intense attention from the press. And ultimately, she died in that car crash after her driver attempted to get away from the press following them. Mm. Now, as we can all imagine, the royal family spent a lot of time thinking about their mistakes and vowing to do better.
0: Agatha (laughs) Wink. Well,
1: well maybe for Kate. All right. So, who are Charles and Diana's sons?
0: Uh, Harry and William. Harry and William. Who's older? William. William. He's the bald one.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, William is the oldest and the heir to the throne. He married Kate Middleton. Middleton. Yes, I didn't need help with that. Um, I
0: I, I was just proving I know things. Yeah, It wasn't trying to assist you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Was Um, she
0: Duchess of York or am I making that up?
1: I don't think they're of York. (laughs)
0: No. She is a Duchess now though.
1: Okay. We're going to focus on what Becky's here to present. Um, Sorry.
0: But I'm here to just yell random things.
1: I am aware. Now, Kate and William met at college. Kate was majoring in photography, so obviously they're not related, right?
0: They Incorrect. I'm gonna guess are rela- Everyone's related. Twentieth cousins. Eleventh. Ah. Yeah. It keeps getting worse. <laughs> also, Becky, I can't. I can't not focus on this. Since the last time we've recorded, you have put a calendar behind you and the first word just reads like sin is like scarlet.
1: Yeah, that's what it says. Should we have reading a Bible verse time in the podcast? Don't cut the No,
0: but it's just... Isaiah with the-
1: 118, though your sins be as scarlet. That doesn't make sense. Though your sins be <laughs> as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool.
0: Okay, that's fine. But all I can really see is just sins yeah. as you uh-huh. keep talking about this subject. And it just really that's fine. highlights um, all of your statements.
1: Okay, thank you. Thank you for You're that. You're welcome. Um, can I continue, children? Yes. Okay.
0: I spy with my little eye. <laughs>
1: So you know we're we're getting there in terms of a normal marriage. Now comes Harry and Megan. Now, I will summarize the interview that actually before we hop into the interview, Harry and Megan met because of a mutual friend setting them up. It's rumored to be Eugenie, who's one of Harry's cousins and Megan was an actress an activist. she was not on The Bachelor
0: agatha wank
1: no but she really
0: wasn't allegedly she wasn't no she definitively wasn't we
2: we can go back we can watch all the episodes of the bachelor she wasn't on it. Mm-hmm. this isn't
1: this isn't like a fun time to be like adding rumors about megan markle so we're just gonna stop
0: oh because that's the worst rumor
1: <laughs> that's really the worst
0: that's really going to cause a lot of pandemonium
1: All right, so they married in 2018 and had their first child, Archie, in 2019. She's now pregnant with their second child. And they made it clear in their interview with Oprah a few weeks ago that from early on, the royal family and the firm were not accepting of them as a couple. Now, they they worked really hard to say that the royal family was very nice to Meghan, that it wasn't like anyone was nasty personally but that they weren't gonna work to create an environment in which she felt safe now have britain have you heard the terminology the firm no okay so
0: sounds like a netflix show though
1: could be the firm is an insider term in the um, royal family. Diana talked about this as well. That sort of refers to the like business aspect of the royal family. So when you think about, um, they call them private secretaries, but it's it's the people who are in charge of um, sort of like the p- PR, public relations, and how you respond to different scandals or press stories, etc. And all of those people together are sort of referred to as the firm because it's the business people who probably live and work in the palace and hold a lot of power around, like, will the queen come out and, you know, publicly say, oh, congratulations, President Biden. Or will she come out and condemn the death of... um somebody in a racially charged situation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's that role. So there appeared to be, like we mentioned earlier, a lot of jealousy of Markle's popularity, as well as a lack of support when it came to the media's intense negative and racist coverage of Meghan from the palace. Now, some examples that were given, and I think this is just really powerful, um, were that when the press covered Kate Middleton and when the press covered Megan and you compare them side by side, I'm sure you've seen some of those stories. I think I think the most remarkable one and the one they talked about in Oprah was um, when Kate was pregnant with one of her kids, they were like, oh, she's found that eating avocado toast helps her beat morning sickness. How great. And then when there was at some point some story about Meghan Markle eating avocado toast, it was, um, oh, Megan caught eating a food connected to deforestation, unfair work environments, and global warming. And to quote Megan, that's a loaded piece of toast. Like, (laughs) that's a lot before 9 a.m.
0: The exact same thing. The only one that I've seen was Kate Middleton holding her stomach and they talked about how it's bringing her closer to her child. And then... uh. Meghan Markle is doing it as a way to, like, be shame vain. the media, or yeah, to be vain and to like try and gain yeah. sympathy. Yeah, and so the same thing. It's the, they literally are talking about the same subject and twisting it mm-hmm. to their own foul narrative.
1: Yeah, it's it. It was truly, and and as we say those, if you're not familiar, if you were to go online. There are like 30 or more examples where they're covering the two of them on what truly are just like not a news story. Like she had some avocado toast (laughs) or like a pregnant woman touched her belly, which, by the way, like women do not only because it's like big and in front of you, but also as a way to like help support the giant thing on you. Like there's practical reasons for it. There, there are many, many examples. Unfortunately, it was not sort of an isolated incident. Um, around this time, the British Parliament came out and there was this bipartisan um, statement made by like hundreds of women in Parliament that said that they um, condone the press treating Megan with such a colonialist viewpoint, um, which was just a really strong thing because they've never... There's never been parliament trying to interfere with the media coverage around Kate or anyone else in the family. Um and that was that was a really bold thing for them to do. Um and good thing for them to do. So unfortunately this was all heightened with the birth of their son. Britain. what's their son's name?
0: Archie, you said it.
1: Good job. As- you know, making sure you're alive.
0: I also said it earlier. I okay. when Harry signed Archie's birth certificate. I know. But Sorry, I'm know. paying attention to myself.
1: Great. That's what we want. <laughs> I'm the
0: only one that listens to me.
1: <laughs> well, that might be true. All right. So the firm wanted to not give him a title and to not provide security for him. And this was extremely out of the norm with titles being given to the children of not only William and Kate but also to the children and grandchildren of Anne, Andrew, Edward. Like, everyone gets a title. And they're not all prince and princess, but Duke and Duchess. And there are lots of different names that you can give. There's lots of different room for um, creativity in it. There have been a variety. Some of these people have chosen to not have their kids have names. But it's often, like, once you get to, like, the grandchild of one of the other, you know, the uncle who decides that they don't want it. But everyone who's in line, who's in succession, gets a title normally. Um, And there's no logical reason why they wouldn't get security. That's just utter nonsense. A child who is growing up in a palace with media coverage needs security. Nonetheless, the first biracial child in the royal family should 100% have security.
0: Uh Yeah, it's important. And they saw what happened when someone who was very important to the uh, tabloids and paparazzi Mm -hmm. didn't receive proper security. Yeah. Uh Diana.
1: Thank you. You're Um, welcome. I appreciate you naming Diana. Obviously, Megan and Harry left. And the fallout of that has been that they lost their security. They were cut off financially. And only because Diana had left Harry money were they able to, like, buy a home and get security. And Tyler Perry actually helped them for a while as they, like, looked for a house um, during the pandemic um, and these sorts of things.
0: Are they in England or They're the They're in US? California, Okay.
1: They're in California. They were in Canada for a bit, and then they moved down here, right? Because they saw that the borders were gonna close, and they were like, "We, we think we want to be down there."
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Before we jump into my last section, I think that it's <laughs> it's sort of incredible as you look back at like, you know, Philip's sisters were Nazis, and all of these yahoos have been divorced and they uh continue to pay Edward despite him being in the Jeffrey Epstein like deposition.
0: That was Andrew.
1: Oh, sorry. You're right. You're right. Edward Edward's the boring one he's eating his <laughs> Turkish, <laughs> Turkish Delights. delight. Yes, yes, that's helpful. But like Andrew's still on the payroll, but they cut off Harry is is just the epitome of um some insanity. So
2: the particular thing about like like you guys mentioned there's a lot of reasons why you'd want to make sure that Harry, Megan and also their son Archie all have security. Yeah. It the thing that really seems to like make my brain go for a flip and I understand that like this is because I'm a nerd and I think about these things but like Megan and certainly Harry, probably text other members of the royal family on their phones. They probably have communications with the royal families, different members via email or with staff uh, on the royal family sometimes. The idea to me that you don't take that as a national security risk to then have security deployed to them to make sure that, like, those electronic assets are secure and aren't going to leak to, like, enemy states feels just... Like, you're just saying that, like, I'm totally okay with being racist if my country gets attacked. It just doesn't make any sense to me, just purely from the standpoint of, like, we should keep our
0: country safe. Let alone, like, all the
2: moral reasons that you should try to protect
0: these people. You're right. You are the only person that would think of it that way. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know.
1: But, But it's incredibly true. And in terms of, like, if the firm cares about, like, maintaining the monarchy... And keeping public face, then, like, yeah, if Meghan Markle's phone gets stolen and you get released the text messages she's sent about Kate or whatever, like, was that not worth the money? Yeah. To just pay for their security. When they, I mean, and let's be honest, if anyone doesn't know, like, they have plenty of money. They have so much money, um, that just by interest, they sustain themselves.
2: And, like, some of the royal jewels, which, like, are, like, currently in museums and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, but some of those jewels are, like, literally priceless items, mm-hmm. like, items that, like, if you were attempt to attempt to, to sell them, would probably go for probably billions of dollars. Yeah. They, they would They would be so worthwhile, like... And, and that's just because this family has held on to these for centuries and centuries at this right. point.
1: They have limitless ways
2: to make money.
1: Tax right. money does go towards some of the things that they do. But they, like, literally have so much money that they are self-sustained mm-hmm. just on the interest of their money in the bank. Right. So, Kyle, you already named it, but we're just, we're going to be really blunt. This this is a clear case of racism. It's really plain and simple. There's really no way to look at the facts. Racism against Meghan and Archie led the royal family and the British media to treat them terribly.
0: You just said Meghan and Archie.
1: Yes. Um I I racism against Meghan and Archie.
0: Archie is the son. I'm listening. Continue on. Thank you.
1: That's who I asked you about like a minute ago, and you were like, I know.
0: I got him confused with Andrew, and okay, then I'm okay, just- Okay, there, okay. That's... There's a lot going on, Becky. I'm trying my hardest. Is,
1: is there? Okay. There's
0: wait. a lot for me going on.
1: Okay. Pay attention. Um, i We're trying. almost there. We're almost there. Okay. So yes, racism against the two of them. And if you are in a moment, you doubt that. The other bombshell that came out of that interview is that the royal family raised the issue of how dark Archie's skin was going to be when he's born. And concern about how it would look. And not only how he would look, but how it would look for the royal family to have a baby that looked dark. So they're racist and they need to deal with it. And now to close out this fun section... You might think, like, okay, what do we do next? Especially because we're Americans and, like, there's only so much tea throwing in the harbor we can do. What do we do when we realize institutions and people might be influenced by racism? And what do we do when we might realize we might be influenced by racism ourselves? Because this is not just a British issue or an elitism issue, but an everyone issue. So I'm going to walk us through some steps of becoming not only... Not racist, but an anti racist. And I'm going to have you guys help me to brainstorm as we go through it on ways to do this. Well, I did not prep you for this. You're welcome.
0: You literally prepped us by saying we're not allowed to speak. Like that was the only thing you told us. You're like, at the end, don't interrupt me or talk at all. And now you're telling us to talk.
1: Okay. Okay. So here is an important (laughs) clarification you can speak. During a conversation without interrupting someone, let's say it again, you can speak in a conversation without interrupting someone. White men, get on board. Yes. Hold
0: on. Yes. There's a difference between we're able to and we can. Is there? What? We're allowed to not interrupt, Mm -hmm. but are we physically capable of not interrupting? This
1: is what I'm inviting you to grow in. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus.
0: I think this oh, no. is, I think this topic would be better if Kyle and I just didn't speak.
1: No, no, no. I'm going to bring you into this because I think it's good. Okay. I'm,
0: okay. Go ahead.
1: So step number one is to take a serious inventory of what ideas you were taught about other people and where you get your information currently. So boys, when you think about, especially as a kid, where did you get information about the world?
0: I mean, mostly probably my parents. Uh huh. Personal experiences. Hmm. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Where else would I I did watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus I wasn't reading a- CNN. <laughs> Jesus, be
1: offense. Okay, so so yes, parents is big. I also think that TV media. Books all portrayed people in certain ways. If you only ever watched movies where women were bad guys and they were never anything else, that could impact your life.
0: That all goes into personal experiences. Okay. Also, I I would agree.
1: Teachers and educators. The educational materials that were used, how your teachers talked about history, how they talked about people in the class, and what they assumed about different students in their classroom. All right, and mm-hmm. how do you get your information now?
0: Podcasts. <laughs> okay, Which that's not, not wrong. That's not
1: that's not terrible.
0: Especially because, like, I try to not like I'm not on social media right now. I yeah. try not to go on. I try not to listen to news because it just makes me depressed and sad. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's not terrible. What what other things could be ways that people get information?
2: I mean, I'm I I get a lot of information via Twitter. I'd also throw out like, you know, different news that I'll go read, I'll flip through CNN or flip through um MSNBC or something like that.
0: Social media is a huge one for a lot of people. Yeah,
2: so- social media is probably a, a, certainly a huge one for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: For real, real sites like you know, like MSNBC or something. Like if they post yeah. a tweet, but then also just random people posting their thoughts and opinion. I think yeah. definitely helps shape other people's thoughts and opinions.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> and I think that like step one. And this doesn't just apply to racism, (laughs) like this applies to just like having a worldview that you are purposeful about creating, is to look at if there's, um, and this leads me into step two, diversify the information and the sources that you are taking in. So looking at race, gender, age, maybe even religion, in terms of like, am I only listening to podcasts by white men? Am I only listening to news that is written by people that look like me? Does Twitter only fit the people who have my job? Because that's really easy. I love following other people that do my job. I get their jokes. But diversifying it. What are other ways that you can um, purposefully look for different viewpoints? (laughs)
2: One of the ways that I try to go about this is uh, I watch a lot of YouTube, and so one of the things that I've tried to do is for every couple of videos that I'll watch from somebody that I'll say agrees with me more on the political spectrum, I also try to go watch a video for somebody that doesn't agree with me on the political spectrum. Or sometimes you'll also see people do like reactionary videos where like one person on a different political spectrum is watching a video from somebody on a dif- different side of the political spectrum. So you sort of get, it's not really a back and forth because they're just watching a video, but you, you get to see both what that person was trying to say and also a reaction to it from maybe somebody that you agree closer with. So that's at least one way that I try to personally diversify my views i
0: think we've seen a lot in especially this past election the effect that a social media algorithm can have and how it mm-hmm. can create a information bubble i think that's what they've like called it yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. i know a lot of people started and myself included i deleted people that had opposing views to myself because mm-hmm. i wasn't good friends with them to start off with and now they're saying a bunch of racist stuff that I didn't want to see because it was affecting me you know, Mm -hmm. negatively. So I just unfriended them. And then you end up with a social media group of people that are only giving you one side of the information, a lot like Kyle just said. So that's something that you can just keep in mind of if you're following, let's say, famous people, maybe Mm -hmm. follow a famous person with who you don't agree with so that way your social media algorithm will explore other topics more than you normally would. So it's not That's even really that like great. you need to go through and read all this famous person's tweets or whatever, but mm-hmm. what Twitter decides to show you will be a little bit more expansive.
1: Yeah, I love that.
2: I like that as well. Um I will say that like if following somebody who's constantly spouting racist remarks or something like that if that's affecting you personally obviously we're not saying that you should like
0: continue to follow. no Absolutely. and i think that's why I,
2: obviously like I, disconnect from that but but i i just wanted to add that yeah i it. mean i'm totally. not on social
0: media so like yeah and i deleted yeah. a lot of people because that exact yeah. reason
1: well and i think that there's an important distinction there britain between somebody who holds a viewpoint that is just wrong which like racism sexism Xenophobia Um, versus like (laughs) maybe I'm a libertarian and I should follow Democrats and Republicans because it's worthwhile to know how people think about things differently and no party is evil. Even if you disagree with different people on both sides Um, and having people who think about things differently, but are doing so in a constructive and healthy and positive way I think is really worthwhile. And that's really great. That leads us into my step number 3, which is to listen to people who know things that you don't. I think that the easiest way, and we're all white, I think the easiest thing for white people to do is to just not know what we don't know and to stay there. Believing that you have something to learn from other people, listening truly when they speak. Um, and believing that they know something that you don't know. And if you find yourself getting offended, um, ask yourself why. See if you can learn something from them instead of just tuning them out. I think that's really powerful. I'm not guaranteeing that every person you ever listen to it's worth your time because there are dumb people across all races and genders and religions. But I think that trying to learn something from someone who's different than you is one of the ways that we can get out of, like, we talked about social media bubble. I think it's common that we have a bubble at work um, or where we live of people who maybe look like us and talk like us and read the same things and watch the same movies.
0: I don't like that you told people to listen to voices of people that know more than you because that means people are going to stop listening to this podcast because we obviously do not know more than anyone else.
1: That's really funny. We don't, but I will be blunt. The point of this podcast is not what we know. The point of this podcast is to entertain and to point towards people who are more intelligent than we are.
0: It's really to highlight how little we know about everything.
1: It's We're the, we're the encouragement, and then they go learn from other people.
0: Hey, All right. don't worry. You're smarter than us. <laughs> go learn Accurate. some more.
1: Accurate. Step number four, not being racist isn't enough, but learn to be anti-racist. I think that another thing that you may feel if you are a part of the majority, is that if you personally aren't mean, that's all you need to manage. And I am going to challenge listeners um, to consider being anti-racist. When you hear me say that, what do you guys think that I mean?
0: I think it's very much about exactly what you said. I actually, if we want to do this later, I have a anti-racist, not worksheet, but hmm. it's basically a list of books to read, podcasts to follow, TV shows and movies yeah. to watch, black owned businesses that you can support. And so I can link that in the show notes. Yeah, if let's people do that. Want more information.
1: Let's do that. And let's also put that on social media. Mm
0: hmm. hmm.
1: Kyle, do you have thoughts before I go into my thoughts on it?
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess the, like, specifically when I hear like anti racist, I think. Not only not being racist, but, but, but purposely and with, um, intention, doing things that, that are against the grain of racism. Mm-hmm. Britain said a couple right there, supporting black owned businesses, supporting people of, of varying races than, than your own. And, but also like speaking out directly when you see like acts of racism or, or when you see somebody who, you know, in your workplace or, you see that in public for some reason or purposely and and, and intentionally calling that out is, is a big part of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, ideas I had written down were to like actively work against systems of racism, promoting voices of color, listening in humility, believing others' experiences, and doing the long and hard work of dismantling racism.
2: The believing people's experience one, I think, is a big part, and I mentioned that, like, I watched a video from a a conservative viewpoint that was describing the Meghan Markle interview. And a lot of, like, the counterpoints that they were making from that interview was like, oh, but, like, we can't really believe her. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, what she's saying can't be refuted by the crowd or by the institution because they're not going to comment on on this. So therefore, like, they can just say whatever they want. And so therefore, like, they're in, they're a non-believable source. I want to be clear. I'm not saying that yeah, I agree with yeah. that viewpoint in any way and I I find it pretty ridiculous personally. Why would somebody make some of this nonsense up? But there there is a there is a big part of that where like you have to even if it's against your initial instinct to purposely choose to believe somebody yeah. and to believe what they're telling you is is right.
1: Yeah, and let's just like uh, just mantle that for just a moment. Before the palace has come out to say No, you guys were wrong. Kate Middleton was not wearing hair extensions. That's her real hair. So they comment on a lot of things. They just choose what they comment on. All right. right. Step five, last one, I encourage people to start local right where you are. Look around and see where racism might be impacting the school, work, and people around you, and look for local resources. I think that is one of the benefits of things like social media and looking into things that are happening in your city or in your school or in your area um, to help you be educated and involved in creating change. And, you know, maybe throw some tea in the harbor.
0: Just maybe.
1: Yes,
0: maybe. Becky, I need to point out that you switched your topic to this because you were having a rough week and you Uh thought that this might be easier. Is that the correct understanding? This
1: this was easier. Mm -hmm.
0: It was far easier to discuss racism and look up the proper way of dealing with it.
1: I didn't look up anything. I wrote this. Um, <laughs> I, to be fair, I, I um, have been through many a tra- training on becoming anti-racist um, and drew from a lot of those steps. And if people want resources, I can certainly provide them. But no, this was, this was a fun topic. I, I no. think it's really interesting.
0: Agree. I think it was good. I think you did a great job. I just think it's a, a funny dichotomy of like... This says, uh, this
1: says a lot about me.
0: <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay, Kyle, you are on the schedule for doing rapid trivia this week. I love it that you do this to me every week. And I
2: haven't prepared anything. I know you, you know did it, it,
0: which is why I did <laughs> Thank you. We're going to do a speed <laughs> round. Great. Okay, sounds good. Can you guys flip a coin to see who goes first? I'll go first. Oh, hold on. Okay, uh, Becky's going first. I'm coin. going first, Kyle. Kyle. Uh, no, Kyle. Okay, Google flip a coin I first. am No, the Kyle. Life. Okay, it's Tails. Cool, it's Becky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. Kyle, take off your headphones. Oh. Yeah. All right, Becky, you have 30 seconds. Okay. Let me get my mouth ready. Time starts now. Genghis Khan is considered the founding father of what country? Mongolia. What is the largest country in the world by area? Russia. True or false, you can see the Great Wall of China from the moon. True. Where were pugs originally bred? China. The sand in some Japanese beaches are famous for taking this shape. Triangle. Bora is from this country. Kazakhstan. What is the second most common language in the world after English? Spanish. Nice Whoa. job. Kyle. Kyle. Am I back? You are back. Becky got through all seven questions.
2: And did she get them all right?
0: I will tell you later. Oh, okay. Alright, Kyle. Are you ready yeah. to rumble? Alright.
2: Are you ready to rumble? You really invited this.
0: I know. Alright, your time starts now. Genghis Khan is considered the founding father of what country? Uh, Mongolia. What is the largest country in the world by area? Uh, Russia. True or false? You can see the Great Wall of China from the moon. False. Where were p- pugs originally bred? China. The sands of some Japanese beaches are famous for taking this shape. Diamonds. Bora is from what country?
2: Uh, pass. What
0: is the second most common language in the world after ch- English?
2: <laughs> uh, I'll say uh, uh, Mandarin.
0: All right. That was a good one. Uh, I don't tie? know if you picked up on it, but I did a Asian theme, so all the questions yes. were Asian-based. Um, Becky, you got four answers correct. Kyle, you got four-ish, yeah. maybe. Four-ish? Four-ish. I don't know if I'm going to accept your final answer.
1: He took so Mandarin? long.
0: Yeah. Uh, the timer yeah. went
1: off, and you weren't like quick about it. You were like, well, let me Google it.
0: Yeah.
2: No, I wasn't Googling anything. All right. So we'll go. We usually let somebody get the last answer in. Yeah, but you you did take
0: that. a long time. And the correct answer is just Chinese, not Mandarin Chinese. So I don't know. All right. We'll go through the questions. Genghis Khan is considered to be the f- founding father of Mongolia. Both got that. Mm-hmm. Largest country in the world is Russia. Both got that. You can see the Great Wall of China from the moon. That is false. You cannot. Pugs were originally bred in China. You both got that. The sand of some Japanese beaches are famous for taking a star shape.
1: Neither of us got that.
0: Yeah, they're little stars. I don't know. Uh, Bora is from Kazakhstan. Didn't know and the second most common language in the world after English is Chinese.
1: So I don't I don't think that it's politically correct to call it Chinese. I think that they clarify Mandarin as a different language because ma- many languages are spoken in China.
0: Okay. So
1: So so Kyle would get it if he had answered it quickly, but he didn't.
0: That's fine. I got that question off of KISS 106.1 and so therefore all of your angry emails (laughs) that we get every week and now be sent straight to them (laughs) they were unpolitically correct and I did not do my research so I apologize for that.
1: No, it's all good. It's all good. I'm not trying to hate. I just, I think that because there are various language in China that that's how they refer to it.
2: According to the quick According to the quick, uh, according to the quick Wikipedia lookup that I'm doing, uh-huh. Chinese as a language is, I guess, a grouping of a couple of different varieties. So, of, so like, simplified traditional. As much as Chinese.
1: I love,
2: they, they do call it Chinese. I guess. So, as
1: much as I love Wikipedia and um, Kiss 106.1, <laughs> what I am saying, I am repeating to you from the Chinese pastor at my church who asked that we stop calling it Chinese. So- Fair enough. Like, you know.
0: Kyle, I believe you're supposed to believe other people's stories. Yeah. I I am, that's true. Well, you. you can email us your angry, racist comments Oh my God! <laughs> no, no, I don't know. That's don't not what I was trying that. to say. What? You can, what? you can, you can send your angry emails to us about things that we said incorrectly to
1: Adam at Gmail dot com.
0: I think he uses, I think he uses Yahoo.
1: Oh, at Yahoo dot com.
0: No, that's not. No, we're not doing that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeping that part out. <laughs>
1: That's right. But leave we it in. Leave it one, in, huh? but bleep it out.
0: Yeah, I'm going to put a, a, you know, <laughs> the censored noise. No, but actually, podtriviacast at gmail.com.
2: Or you could uh, follow us on social media at podtriviacast on Twitter or Instagram, where we post at, at least once a week to let you know about a new episode.
1: And I'm going to start a new series called. Ooh. This is what Britain was doing on this day in high school. So,
0: follow. What, is that? what does that mean? How are you going to do that? What? How? How do you know?
1: How How wouldn't I know?
0: Like,
2: Time Hop or Facebook probably lets you know, like, you posted Kyle, this? Well, I didn't years ask ago. you
1: to get involved here. I was having fun scaring him.
0: Would you like the Sorry. password to my Time Hop?
1: I mean, sure. But like we've been friends for a long time so I have a lot of material to work
0: with. Here, let's let's pull up my time hop for today. Okay. If give I them remember a little right, a little taste. A little taste so you can know what to expect. This this will be great. <laughs> a
2: picture <laughs> in an audio podcast.
0: 9 years ago. I tweet Oh no, I posted this on Facebook. The awkward moment when your teacher sends out an email apologizing for being a horrible teacher and that he is getting fired because of low feedback. Oh, that But was he encourage. really was a horrible teacher. Oh, okay. Eleven years ago. So this is when this was my first year of cheer. Went to a went to compete at a cheer comp and ended up running the warm up room.
1: Nine years ago we faked Morgan Freeman's death, Britain.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we did. <laughs>
1: We're just going to leave that with no details. All right.
0: Bye. What did Morgan Freeman do to you
2: all?
1: Bye.